Okay, folks, the first episode of this test show, Rotto Recaps, where I take excerpts from my weekly recap show on YouTube and give you just the new game-related info. Well, it seemed to go over pretty well, but this is the real test. With the second episode, will the viewership drop off or will you folks want to continue listening? We're about to find out. Although, before we get to recapping and talking about 11 games, I believe? Yeah, that looks about right. I've got a quick announcement, and let's get that done first. I am making an announcement, and it has to do with Funicon 2023, a board game convention that'll be happening at the end of October in Eugene, Oregon. A three-day extravaganza of tabletop gaming. Why am I telling you about this? Oh, it might have something to do with a special guest. Me and Chaz Marler of Watch It Played. I am very excited, folks. And if you're going to be in and around the Pacific Northwest uh, come Halloween time, well, I hope you can swing by and maybe play a game with me. And maybe Chaz, too. I've played a game with Rodney. I've never played with Chaz, so I'm really looking forward to it. Jen's going to be there as well, selling her gamer glass. And there's a whole bunch of other fun activities. So that's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to know more, Head over to funagain.com, and you can get information about tickets and all the rest of it. I hope to see some of you there, folks. Uh, That's the beginning of Jen's and my epic half-year-long road trip down to Mexico and back. We're going to be starting in Eugene at Funacon 2023. Hope to see you there. Now, I'm going to give you a countdown of the six most exciting new games that I discovered. Um, All of these are in the future, some weeks away, some months away, some years away. Some of them haven't been talked about anyplace else because I found them as soon as they popped up on Board Game Geek. I'm doing them in countdown format, starting with, let's see, where's my button? With uh, number six on the list, uh, Cookie Champion. Now, I should say, the first few on these lists, I can't say much about what's in the gameplay. I picked all of them, like this one, with designers Lewis and uh, Stefan Maltz because of the design pedigree. Lewis and Stefan, I believe it's a father and son design team, they were co-designers on Rococo, they did Edo, they've done a lot of really great game designs over the years, so I'm always interested. They're teaming up with Eagle Griffin, I think it's the first time, no, no, of course, they teamed up with them on uh, Rococo as well. I don't know what it is. We're making cookies. There's a very weak description, not much here, that talks about um, you're either trying to uh, sell the cookies you make or enter them in contests to win prizes. You have to manage your um, kitchen staff, apparently, and hire and fire people. Shades of Rococo again. It says it's uh, bag and deck and pool building. It's got airy majority. Like I said, I'm mostly here for the maltzes, but I like cookies, and uh, Eagle Griffin pretty much uh, uh, you know, never lets me down. So, number six on the list, I just wish I knew a little bit more about Cookie Champion is the name, Cookie Champion. Then number five on the list is Medieval uh, Jan Zika, and um, a dynamic dice-driven sandbox game set in medieval Bohemia. There's even less of a description here. It's a dice-driven game where we're spending time sieging castles, helping monks, and then playing dice games in taverns. There's no description here at all, other than there's dice rolling and re-rolling and locking, you know, Yahtzee stuff. Here's why this is on my list. One of the designers, Peter Volchek, is uh, a very renowned designer for me because I loved Peter's Boston Space. I loved Balada, but most importantly, 
Tara Furchua made my preliminary top 10 list for 2021. It was such an amazing game. Tara Furchua was so fantastic that anything Peter works on, I want to check out, which is why medieval Jan Zika, even though there's almost no information, immediately goes onto my like-to-have list just because of his pedigree. Then we go on to number four, humanity. Expand your base on Titan. Uh, expand it and achieve... Expand your base on Titan. Expand it. Oh, you said expand it twice in the description. Come on, Bombix. You got to work on a better uh, log line than that. Achieve scientific experiences. Again, almost nothing here. It's a worker placement game. Um, there's a thing about... It sounds interesting where if you send your workers, I guess your scientists, astronauts, deeper in the facility to get more stuff, it takes more time to get back out so they can do the work. I don't know what that means exactly. There's very little information. There's not really the images. The reason people are interested in this, though, is because, as pointed out down here, it is from the designer of uh, the Turing machine, which was a big deal. Uh, Johan Levitt. That's not why I'm interested. Turing machine is neat. That's not what I care about. Johan Levitt is also the designer of one of the greatest worker placement games of all time, Mirmies. And if he's going back to worker placement, this I've got to see. Um, you know, scientific research on the moons of Titan. Hey, or I guess Titan is the moon itself. That sounds great. Johan, like the two before it, I'm here because these designers have really impressed me in the past. So I expect good things um, from number four, humanity. Let's go on to number three, House of Cats. Again, another design draw for me. Uh, Christian Osby, I mean, I have loved so many of his games over the years, but I've never seen him team up with William Attia, who is the granddaddy of worker placement. That's the designer of Kalis. And also, Spirium was amazing, too. Another amazing worker placement game. And so the two of them are working on a roll-and-write game, um, about uh, you know trying to do idealized interior home layouts. And I, I took a quick look at the rules. It sounds pretty sharp and simple. Uh, you know, nice, still, streamlined, straightforward, and clever, and uh, fresh take on worker placement because of the way the dice clump together and you can lay them out and you're trying to make patterns and stuff like that. When you make certain patterns, you unlock special powers. And, oh, and the game comes with four different unique levels you can play through. So that all sounds very, very nice. But again, it's mostly the design team of a Christian Osby and William Attia. That's something I got to see. And then the two of them working on a roll and write. Go figure. Okay, that's number three. Number two is Far Away from Catch-Up Games. And again, one of the designers here, Johannes Guppy. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I thought Queens was fantastic. I thought Oracalcum was amazing. I thought Rua, which I recently played with Jen, was absolutely phenomenal as well. So this guy has really been impressing me with his designs. And, um, oh, who's his co-designer? Uh, right. Oh, and Draftosaurus and Trek 12 from his co-designer, uh, Corton uh, Lebrot. So we've got... Again, another great design duo working on a game. There, I actually spent time reading the rule books, and I can sum up what makes this game sound really interesting. Over the course of the game, you're going to play eight cards from left to right, and um, you're get, getting points out of them, trying to do them in ascending order with their numbers so you can unlock bonuses and whatnot. But then, after you've played all eight, you score them in reverse order. So this is a first in, last out. So you're trying to play uh, cards in the correct order to get the most you can out of them, but you're 
always bearing in mind that, hey, at the end of the game, I'm going to score them in reverse order. And that sounds like a really, really cool idea. And again, from really, really great designers, number, um, what is that? Number two on my list, Far Away. Alrighty. But number one, oh my gosh, folks, did you know Grand Austria Hotel Hochsaison is a new roll and write coming from the creators of the original Grand Austria Hotel, one of the all-time great dice drafting games? And now they're turning it into a roll and write from Lookout Games. Yes, please. I I want to have this. I want to have this very much. I love Grand Austria Hotel. I love roll and writes. I love dice drafting. I think I'm gonna love everything about this, which is why it made my number one most anticipated. Now, we end the show with... What do I got here? I've got one, two, three, four, five new games I want to talk about that I discovered recently, folks, that I think uh, they're on my wish list now, and maybe they will be on yours as well. Which ones are they? Okay, for starters, countdown form number five is Statecraft from Do It Games and Jose David Lanza uh, Sebrian. I'm interested in the subject matter because this looks like a shorter, faster card game version of uh, Hegemony, which was a brilliant design I covered last year, but it is a big beast to bite off and turning it into more of a fast-playing card game that really um, you know, delves deep on the modern world we find ourselves in and how different countries engage in statecraft in lots of different ways. I'm really intrigued by the subject matter. And also, I'm intrigued by this game because the designer, Jose, uh, he did Champions of Midgard and several other games that I know are well-received. And Champions of Midgard was a great design. So I expect this is going to be a fantastic design uh, from Do It Games Statecraft. That's my number five. On to number four, Come Sail Away. Now, I have to admit, this... I'm normally trying to tell you about games that just got announced, that you can't hear about anywhere else, but I'm cheating a little because I sometimes I make mistakes, folks, and I missed Come Sail Away from Sashi and Sashi and designer Daryl Chow. Um, but I discovered it, and I'm so excited about it now because Daryl did another design of one of Sashi and Sashi's best games. Um, oh, uh, what's it? Uh, not, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of it. Trip to Remember? Remember Our Trip, right? Is that the name of it? Ironically, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, Remember Our Trip. I did remember. Uh, So Remember Our Trip was fantastic. And Sashi and Sashi are known for simple, elegant, fast-playing games about really interesting one uh, subject matter. And this one is about trying to load passengers as effectively as you can on a cruise liner using Moncala mechanisms. Moncala, the greatest mechanism in all of human history. And they find a new way to do it. So I am very excited about Come Sail Away. I'm jealous of everybody who's already gotten their hands on it. I'm looking at you, Mike Delicio. Uh, I gots to get my hands on Come Sail Away, and I missed it. Somehow it slipped under the radar for me. Also, number three um, is another one I'm very excited about. Grand Plan New York City. And uh, this one also is from some designers that I think are definitely noteworthy. Um, Brian Leet and or who did New Haven and Mystic Paths. I've heard nothing but good things about New Haven. I haven't played it. Oh, and Kevin Warden. So these design duo... Uh, they've, they've had some other successful designs under their, uh, under their wing, under their blanket. What, what do things under, under their, they they were successfully designed some other games, right? But more importantly is Academy Games. Academy Games are known predominantly as, you know, Euro-y war game publishers. That's really what they focus on. And they very rarely stray from that. And when they do, they make 
magic happen, like the Underground Railroad. So if they have decided this game is good enough for them to kind of break their, oh, we mostly do, you know, skirmishy war battle-y stuff, I am interested. I'm especially interested because it is a city-building game, you know, tracking the entire history of New York City, from the 1600s Dutch settlers right up to to the modern-day Manhattan we know. I am stoked for this because I love SimCity-style builders. I've been to New York, and I got to admit, I have a soft spot for it. And again, if Academy Games wants to put their stamp on this, I bet it's going to be something really special. So uh, that was uh, number four, I believe. Or number three? Yeah. And then we're going on to number two, Imperium Horizons. And folks, I made a mistake again. I know this got announced last year, but I have to admit, I completely ignored it when it was first announced because I thought Imperium was one of the greatest deck builders of all time. Maybe the greatest deck builder design of all time. But the original Imperium and spinoffs had too much take that in it. And so I thought, oh, they're getting a new one with, what is it, six new uh, societies, and that's great, but it'll probably still have too much take that in it. I did not know, though, folks, that it introduces a new trade system, um, which... Uh, has the potential, because I actually sat down and talked with Dave Turchie about this. We had a nice chat. Uh, I heard about a lot of his other games, but he sold me on this because this turns Imperium Horizons into a Care Bear-friendly game. Because instead of attacking each other, stealing from each other, now we can engage in trade with each other and benefit from each other. And if I understood Dave correctly, these systems can be backwards compatible into the old Imperium Horizons, replacing the old attack stuff with trade between players. Positive interaction instead of negative interaction makes me so excited that I had to shout from the rooftops in 2024, Imperium Horizons has rocketed to my number one must-have game. Okay, because I got some late information. But my number one, folks, isn't actually a game. It's The Loop official agent stickers. I just saw this on Board Game Geek go up. There's two. There's a pack one and a pack two, probably for the base game and the expansion that's come out. And it's stickers for all the meeples. This is the number one thing I've needed for The Loop. And I don't know how to get my hands on these. They haven't made a big deal about it. They just kind of silently put this pack one and pack two on um, Board Game Geek. And I, I went to the websites. I've written emails, I will have stickers on my Loop Meekles. Mark my word, and it's going to be awesome. And if you're as big a fan of the Loop as I am, I figured you might want to know as well. Okay, and that was it, folks. Another recap has been abridged. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and look forward to more on the Rado Talks Your Podcast coming soon. Bye-bye.